0: If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. As always, we're going to eat some Asian snacks and have some good Middle-Aged Man Talk. Richard, what are we snacking on tonight?
1: We've got these... Cranberry cookie things?
0: Cranberry milk-flavored somethings?
1: They look like little uh, little biscuits things.
0: Milk cranberry-flavored cookies. Uh, yeah, they kind of look almost like a little... Like a mini little... Um, what, you, what were those things we had before? Like a mooncake. Yeah. Almost like a mini mooncake. And there's like a cookie logo guy on it. See the picture on Patreon? And I don't really know what to say about them because it's mostly all Chinese.
1: It shows a a picture of this kind of, you know, thick cookie. um, Creamy
0: thing with cranberries in it. Yeah,
1: and nice red, red cranberries. But what I can see in there almost look like chocolate chips. They're that dark. And the other thing we have, it looks like dried orange of some sort.
0: I'm not quite sure what this is. Uh, It's from Guangdong, time-honored brand. And it's these, like, little dried mandarin orange bits of something. It's all Chinese. I'm not sure what's in this. It smells like Pledge. Yeah, the actual scent of these smells like some sort of like orange cleaner. It's dried orange peel.
1: Oh, dried orange peel. That's
0: so. Ingredients are orange peel, salt, white sugar.
1: So you'd closer... expect you know dried orange peel to be orange.
0: This is well. It, clearly, it's gone brown. Yeah, you can actually you can actually see when you look at it close. So it's like a dried mandarin orange peel.
1: It's more like a fruit leather than dried. You know how, and it smells like,
0: like orange floor cleaner.
1: Yes, I was gonna. Sm-
0: it's salty. It's almost like that. Was that licorice you were talking about a few weeks ago? Black licorice, yeah. Oh, was that ever salty? In the garbage, yes. Uh, Richard's dying, everyone. I just took a little nibble. It's a it's a salty licoricey, orangey, and a, a orangey like a, like a floor cleaner orange.
1: It tastes like I'm eating an orange chemical.
0: And we also have uh, Lan Fong Yun since 1952 HK style milk tea. So it comes like the pre made milk tea, like the. Disposable coffee cup with a straw. We've had the um, coffee before. This is a milk tea of the same brand.
1: i to say, I think that's the first time Brendan has not taken a second bite of something.
0: That's true. The orange thing, the orange fruit leathery peel. Normally, I'll, I'll try a second bite just to see how it might really taste scale all the flavors. I had one little piece, and that was... The smell. The smell was terrible. Anyway, so that one was not a buy again. The tea's a buy again, yes? Yeah. So should we try the little cranberry bickies? Yeah, so they're nice and, they're nice and soft inside. That's a nice little kind of like pre cream fill cranberry, Chinese, tea-bicky. Nice. Yep. i
1: There's not as much cranberry in them as the package shows. They lied. There's little tiny specks of cranberry. Yeah, the package looks more cranberryish. The package shows it almost 50% cranberry by surface area.
0: That's the graphic, though. Mhm. Everyone does that. Well, this one has a good, well... Um, more. Yeah.
1: But they're very buttery, almost like a... Uh, a shortbread?
0: Yeah, it's a little bit like a shortbread, an English shortbread kind of taste, but soft on the inside. Yeah, these are perfectly fine. These would be a buy again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would, because I'm going to buy, like, a biscuit. I probably would buy a british kind of biscuit, but these are perfectly nice from TNT. I like TNT. You haven't been there yet, have you? No, I haven't. It's pretty good. They are all right. Now on to tonight's topic. 70K minimum wage. Have you heard this story before? It's not a news story. Yes, I have. So, the guy was the CEO of a small tech company that does like money transactions in the West Coast of the US. He noticed one day one of his employees who was paid the regular going rate, whatever it was, 30 grand a year or something for a job, had like a McDonald's handbook, like the, the fast food chain, McDonald's. And he's like, oh, why do you have that? She was afraid she'd get in trouble or fired. She was going to work all day at her office job working for this company, this financial transaction company, and then in the evening she'd go and work at McDonald's, like a full evening shift, just to make enough money to pay rent and live in the expensive city, I think Seattle, but the expensive city just to pay rent. Because in big cities, so rents cost more if you're going to live anywhere close to your job, and he was like, oh, let's talk about it, and she was kind of afraid she'd get fired, and like, no, but what's going on, and basically kind of... He realized we're not paid our staff enough. Staff are worried. If they're working another job, they're not focused when they're here. So in a nutshell, they end up raising their minimum salary at their company to seventy grand a year. So that way everyone actually gets enough money to live and pay rent and eat and not worry about it, and the state's pay for medical insurance. And then people are more focused and also more dedicated to their jobs. Kind of like the Costco model. Costco does that. So it's interesting is when they had tough economic times in the last couple of years, they said to their they were 300 employees, okay, what do we do? We're in tough times. Normally, you know, best business practice would say lay off half your staff, and everyone said, well, take a pay cut. Everyone took a pay cut, and then afterwards, they got through the rough patch, they were doing better. They actually, as a company, retroactively paid back all their staff that lost wages once the company was more profitable, having better years. So it seems to me this guy's kind of cracked the nut that, if you invest in people and you pay them a nice little wage, they're more loyal to you and they work harder for you and they care more. And of course, you retain more customers and you get more customers and more word of mouth and, you know, so goes the snowball down the hill.
1: What I think is actually more impressive about that story is that when he did this, he took, he chose $70,000 because that was shown to be the point at which um, more money didn't equal more happiness.
0: Right, because that money much money takes away all of your worries. Yes. Right, as you can pay for your car, apartment, or public transit, or food, and family. So
1: that's why $70,000, there there was a reason why he chose $70,000. What I I found more impressive, not more impressive, or just as impressive, was that he cut his own wages, his own salary down to $70,000 as well.
0: Yeah, he knocked his own salary down, I can't remember, it was 90% or 80%, or some crazy amount. Um, Initially, he, he lowered his salary going, wait a minute, how come I'm the CEO getting paid whatever it was? Like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. He's
1: not just a CEO; he's also the owner. So,
0: well, yeah, owner, founder, CEO, blah blah blah. That's why he could do all that. Cause yeah. It's a smaller. I mean, really, like a three hundred people person company is a smaller company when you think of big Fortune five hundred companies with you know thousands of th- or tens of thousands of employees, you know, internationally. On that
1: note, I also read just recently. I just uh, read, read read about you just cut yourself on the foil. Yep,
0: yeah, it's sharp foil. It's not like a yogurt foil. Why is it like every packaging from Asia is like industrially strong? I don't know. Like the chip bags, the foil and the tea lids. It's not a bag cut, though. It's very...
1: It's a paper cut. Well, it's a foil cut.
0: It's a foil cut. Foiled again!
1: I was reading about a lady. She runs, I think, just just a small retail uh, shop. She does the same sort of thing. Is that she realized, okay, I could be making... If she paid her employees minimum wage, which she doesn't, she could be making... Six, I think it was $600,000 more a year than she does. Right. But she, cho- she chose to invest in her, instead of investing in herself, she's investing in rolling the money back into her employees. So um, she's been paying them the same as she's making. I don't remember the exact number. Right. Full-time. So she's got, uh, I think, uh, seven full-time staff at her store and a couple of uh, part-timers. But for full-time, you know, it's four days a week.
0: Okay, there's like four eight-hour days or what have you? Yeah. Right. So you have more time for life.
1: And so I think she's been – during COVID, during this whole workers' revolution they've been having this the States and that sort of stuff, she's not lost a single employee.
0: Right, because she's treating them all like humans as yeah. opposed to uh, how can I do this as cheaply as possible? Because that, that is unfortunately how it works with a lot of the minimum wage employers is that if someone wants more money, they'll give you either like a teeny weeny raise once a year – which barely keeps up minimum wage, um, or they'll just fire you and it's cheaper to hire someone else. But I think they're kind of missing the point that they actually paid you, paid employees really well and retained them. Overall, the business is better. Well, the service is better. So you'll go there more often. What I found interesting where we live is that the businesses, the local, the local businesses, which have suffered a lot, the ones that are really good and have really good customer service and treat their employees well and have really good products and really good services, though all those ones have thrived during COVID. It's a lot of the really poorly run businesses, they're ones that kick their employees around that haven't done so well. Yeah. And it really kind of speaks to human nature, where where you're going to put your time and your passion. Because passion is, is part of inspiration. You have to inspire people. But what's interesting, this CEO of this company, the 70K guy, it's worth mentioning what Dan he did. Dan Price. Dan Price. Gravity Payments. Hmm?
1: Gravity Payments.
0: Gravity Payments, Dan Price. So what he uh, said was listening to your employees and really – knowing them and talking to them, understanding what's happening with them and their lives and how things work and how their job affects them and how then they can affect the job. It's really kind of interesting. I mean, the the CEO, I remember this a few years ago, so the numbers probably aren't still current, but the CEO of Costco has been told by a lot of people, you know, all the, all the eggheads um, on Wall Street, oh, just pay your staff minimum wage and you'll make a lot more money. You'll have more profits. It's like for like, two or three quarters I would, then all of the, you know, service quality of my customers would go down and people would go shop somewhere else. They'll go to Walmart or go to other stores, other grocery stores, because the experience won't be as good. The thing with Costco is they're like Santa's elves. They're always happy holly jolly elves. What's interesting is he only pays himself three to four hundred thousand dollars a year, the CEO of Costco, as opposed to comparable chains like Walmart or other big shops or other grocery stores, which is lots of money plus bonuses, crazy amounts. Yep. Um, and one thing that always bothers me about like, the Loss channel by the Western Group in Canada, I always hear the cashiers complain about they don't get enough hours. They're already getting paid minimum wage, and albeit Canadian minimum wage is better than I think most American minimum wages, but they're always complaining they don't get enough hours. So if people are worried, oh, I'm not going to have hours, so they have to have two part-time minimum wage jobs instead of one job and scheduling this, then that stress eats away their productivity on the job. There's no way they're going to be as good at their job or be as dedicated if they're constantly worrying. Will I get at least forty hours this week?
1: Yeah, will I get? Will I make? Will I get enough of this? Or it's the I'm okay. Called into my other job, and then you know, which job do I go to? I uh, I
0: got called into both jobs. I can't go to two. Or <laughs> one job went long because I'm a waitress. But at the other job, the grocery store, I have a shift hour. So it's um it's pretty terrible. I think what has to happen though, if we look at France and Denmark as examples where they do pay higher. Base wages for people. So if you have employees, you really have to pay for them. And what we can actually um, determine from that is that then people actually care more about their employees and want to invest more in them because I really have to pay to have them. You have to pay to have those employees there. So it is, it is kind of interesting as well that – so in Denmark when I've been there, what I noticed was eating restaurants is like way more expensive. But the reason is people get paid more. So of course people get paid more, they can pay more to eat in restaurants and things cost more. So we have to kind of get away from this idea of what the price of certain commodities should be. Understand those commodities should be like thirty percent higher. Probably yeah. or fifty percent higher, because everyone should be proportionally paid more so they can we can actually afford to pay more for these things. So basically the guys at the top, like the billionaires, they'll have less billions. They'll still be billionaires. They'll just have less billions. And I think that is perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, so Anyone should be able to be a customer at the company that they work.
0: Yeah. Who is to say that? Every German should be able to have their own car.
1: Well, no. It's it, not a bad idea, though. No,
0: it was Ford who basically – Yeah, it was Ford.
1: He was, and he, he actually was a fan of Hitler's at the beginning.
0: Well, a lot of people were in the beginning. Yes,
1: because Hitler was a populist at the beginning.
0: And by the beginning, we mean after the Nazi party was banging around for 10 or so years, and the Great Depression happened, and then everyone was poor, and then they started getting. Yeah. So in the beginning, we mean 10 years of them being ridiculed. And then, hey, wait a minute. They say it's not my fault. Maybe they're right. I like what they're saying. But Ford wanted all of his employees to be able to afford to buy one of his <clears> their cars.
1: A fast food joint, like... McDonald's. A what? A fat food, a joint? Fast food a joint? A like fat
0: food joint? That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> a fat food joint like McDonald's.
1: Um, a fast food joint like McDonald's, that sort of stuff. They could afford to pay their employees a little bit more.
0: They but- could probably afford McDonald's to pay all of their base employees double and still have all kinds of profits.
1: But it's product, you know, people won't eat there if, it's, if it was twice as expensive.
0: I think people would still eat there. They just wouldn't eat there as much, they would eat there less. Another thing is, too, to save money, what they could do is, instead of trying to sell you a huge gallon of cola, how about a regular-sized cola for twice as much?
1: The cup's more expensive than the uh Yes. The
0: oh, yeah, Ma- mass-produced fountain drinks. It's less, less than pennies a glass for the really big boys.
1: Yeah. Which well, is
0: you know crazy. But the thing is, is that if you look at McDonald's originally, you know the Happy Meal for kids, those sizes? That was the original-sized foods. Yep. Yeah. And if you actually look at the Happy Meal, kid, the little burger, the little fries, I think it works out to around six hundred, six fifty 650 calories. I forget exactly, but um if you figure, like, what's a little burger? 300 calories, 350, little fries, maybe 200, and a soft drink that's, like, less than a can of soft drinks, so probably 150, so they're probably around 600 calories. That's, like, a regular meal calories, if you're thinking 2,000 calories a day, three meals, plus a couple snacks. So... People that eat McDonald's, if they just ate the Happy Meal, they'd be fine. But you can, they can make more money by fifty cents more, a dollar more, more fries, more pop, which cost pennies.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, places like McDonald's and that sort of stuff—you go there after a movie. You go there, you know. You go. It was, it was be- traveling food on the road. It was basically it. Was, this was a. This was basically a snack almost. You know, it wasn't. This was not. People were. Some people treated it like a full meal, but not. It wasn't like you know. Um, People didn't
0: eat as much back then. If you look at photographs of the 1950s and 60s, people weren't as fat yet.
1: It's not just because they didn't eat as much, because a lot of people ate a lot.
0: There was more physical activity. Instead of, like, you know, chubby kids playing Xbox for hours, or Wii, or whatever they have, they were out on bicycles chasing each other with sticks. Yes. Like, you ever played Kick the Can when you were a kid? Yeah, actually I did. So did I. I don't know anyone that does that anymore. Not that I know many children. I know... How many you got? I know all yours. I know all of mine. Is that six? Yep. (laughs) I know six children. I probably know other children. Oh yeah, my other friend's got a kid. I I, I probably know like a dozen children because I know their parents. I wouldn't be friends with them if I wasn't with their parents, though. It's one of those things. You can't be a grown man and be friends with children. If you are, uh, you should call the police on yourself.
1: But yeah, no, it's uh, not even just uh, kids, but everything is a lot less labor-intensive now.
0: Yeah, everything's easier. Like heat in your home. Like I, like you like wood heat. I like wood heat.
1: Yes, but I don't split my own firewood.
0: Good God, no! I pay a man to do that. Who has like? I think it's him and his father-in-law, another guy. They do the wood as like a, a side business, and they have
1: a hydraulic log splitter, a big
0: fancy diesel log splitter that they can split many cords of wood in I don't know an hour. Like they just three of them going together, they can just do it. Zip, 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 zip. So. Yeah, but like I tried something my own wood before, and it was fine. But it's like, oh, it's twenty bucks less a cord. I thought twenty. Bu- I only buy like two cords a year. I was like, I'm saving forty bucks for all this back breaking work when I could be riding a bicycle, like for exercise, for the purpose of exercise. Yeah. There's much more enjoyable exercise like cycling, swimming, sex. Because can I'll say hockey? Americans like baseball. What do the Germans do for exercise? They don't play baseball. They play. Ho- they have a hockey team. But they're not all about Polka. hockey. What? Polka. Polka? Polka. Polka? Isn't that Polish? Oh, no, you are right there. All the big marching bands you see in America, that's all German culture. America is actually a very German country culturally, like a hamburger or a hot dog, a frankfurter. That is, I think, one of the greatest things that America pulled off is that you go to, like, their national pastime, you know, a baseball game, and you can get a warm beer and a cold hot dog, and everyone likes it. I don't know why,
1: an expensive warm beer and cold hot dog. The last time
0: I went to a proper baseball game, so the Toronto Blue Jays, I think a pint can was $11 for something I could buy literally across the street at the brewery. Well, not the same brand of beer, but the brewery across the street from the Jays game, the big, uh, what's that? Steam Whistle. Steam Whistle, which is great. I think it's like $3 and something for a pint of Steam Whistle at the time at the brewery. So I could pay less than four bucks a pint here or 11 bucks a pint across the street once you're in the game. And what I found really funny is I went to one of these promotional days uh, with my cousin. He's a, he's a sports guy. And, you know, so this is where you pay for the cheap seats, way out by the outfield, like back by the restaurant part that looks down from the outfield. So you're in this, like, section, and I think the tickets were, like, around 20 bucks. We paid like around another 20 bucks or a little bit less than 20 bucks for the all you can eat buffet of baseball food. So they had hot dogs and popcorn and a bag salted way salted peanuts. And they had apples. No one touched. Like you go in there, huge thing of hot dogs. They're handing out huge thing of popcorn, huge thing of everything else. And there's like two tiny, like mini bushels, not even bushels of apples virtually untouched. And they had. It was a, it might have been pop or some kind of drink you get too, but it was all you could eat. And of course, once they hit like the seventh and eighth inning, they want to get rid of all this stuff. It's like, so we went home with like two dozen hot dogs or our gift bag, with our little thing from the promotional day, and then we ate them all the next day and we're, and we paid for it. <laughs> it was like, like, you can't eat like a dozen plus hot dogs two days in a row and not go, man, I wish I had Taco Bell. That would have made me feel much better. <laughs> so, uh, so, so in any case, uh, where was I going this with this? Oh, yeah. The couple sitting next to us, they were doing the same thing, you know, lots of hot dogs. But beer, of course, is not covering the all-you-can-eat. eat you got to pay for the beer. And, of course, the beer guy with the beer cooler, they actually are cold, at the modern, you know, insulated yep. bags. The guy runs down. We had one beer each of the game. It's a baseball game. We'll get a beer with the hot dogs, like you do, right? It's a day out at the ballpark. But this couple next to us, this was the sixth or seventh inning, and they were on their fourth pint each. So they had spent between them. Like 80, 90 bucks on Beard the Ballpark. But you know what? It's their day out. Why not? Enjoy your day out. Do what you like. But there was no ice cream in the all you can eat. No kind of ice cream. We wanted ice cream. So we walked all the way around the stadium to the soft serve ice cream thing on that level. We got our little soft serve ice cream, the little plastic Jay's baseball, you know, helmets. Woohoo. And we walked back eat them. We sit down. And the guy sitting next to us seemed as well. we kind of got talked to them a little bit throughout the game between the innings. They're like, oh, ice cream? Is that, they have ice cream now? Oh, no, no. We had to go walk and pay extra. The disgust on his face. You paid extra for ice cream. Ugh, they were like seven bucks each or something. Not cheap. Before we got, but it's it's a ballpark. I'm like, yeah, we spent seven bucks each for ice cream. You've spent that's probably your fifth pint, like fifty bucks plus on beer. <sighs> yes, yeah,
1: so you and, could have gotten a whole two four at that.
0: Yeah, price. yeah, you could get like twenty four bottles of beer for the price of you know, and, and we just got a little seven dollar ice creams in addition to too many hot dogs. But it was so funny. Like the disgust. He's like, what? You paid extra. Oh, I mean, you've been throwing back the beers, but they're, they're not included. You know that, right? <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, yeah. Baseball's fun. I miss going to a ball game because of COVID. I, have, I guess you can go to them now ish? Yeah. While, or, um, or next year they'll be open again? Well,
1: uh, no, they're, 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 they've been open actually for a bit. My, uh, one of my coworkers went in September to a Jays game. He said it was really cheap because
0: no one wants to go. Well,
1: and also all, all, all the restaurants, and all that sort of stuff, were still doing patio only patio seating. They weren't doing indoor dining yet, right? And actually, because of that, the beer was regular priced. It was not.
0: So how much was a pint then at the?
1: I think I think he said it was five bucks.
0: See that's that's pretty that that's getting like Ontario Hockey League yeah level oh in case you're wondering NHL is like professional then there's like the AHL and then OHL also kind of feeds into NHL or or the AHL so it's like a semi pro league and we have a team in town yeah but that's like their kind of level of like the five six seven bucks yeah of course the beer we get locally is like in the cup I don't want the cup I want the pint of cans give me a pint of beer and then I and that and like that's all I want in one game I don't want more than that at the game but. So this topic of seventy k minimum wage, we we think it's a good idea.
1: I think it's a good idea. Well, I don't know if it's overall. I don't wage. know
0: what number it should be in different regions or different yeah. housing costs. But generally speaking, people should be paid a fair and reasonable level of wage. What else? What else we have determined tonight? Those orange fruit leather peel things. Yikes! I, I can't imagine anyone liking those. Um, they might be a bit expired, but that doesn't explain it.
1: Are you sure those were not some, you know? No. Uh,
0: I, I think cleaning those,
1: product, like you, you put them in your uh, dishwasher. I think those or things. Or you put them in, the, in your laundry. No, no, no. There was, wasn't a laundry additive.
0: New strawberry flavored Tide Pods. Why aren't they flavored? Uh, <laughs> anyway, I like that joke. I think those things, it's like that. Uh, what's that funny licorice you talked about before? The double-salted black licorice? Oh, yeah. Dubla-something? dubla, dubla out. Dubla zout I think that falls in the dubla category. That's like Chinese orange dubla zout. I think so.
1: Dubla-zout
0: is... We'll, we'll try dubla out on a future episode. Yes. In any case, so let's do a few comedy quotes and end up the show. So Gilbert Godfrey joke. A man goes to the doctor's office for a checkup. And the doctor examines him and says, I've got bad news for you. You've got cancer and Alzheimer's. The man goes, Thank God I don't have cancer uh let me see do you know wc fields yes
1: i know wc fields
0: so uh here you read that one fell
1: in love with a beautiful blonde once drove me to drink i never had the decency to thank her
0: Ah, the patter of little feet around the house there's nothing like having a midget for a butler (laughs) i'm sure that joke was less offensive in the 1930s um I spent half my money on gambling, alcohol, and wild women. The other half, I wasted. (laughs) You can fool some of the
1: people some of the time. And that's enough to make a living. A decent living. A decent living, yes.
0: Hell, I never vote for anybody. I always vote against. That's actually more true for most people, I think.
1: That's the way politics has gotten, at least. It's become. Marry an outdoors woman. That way. If you have to throw her out in the yard for the night, she can still survive.
0: That's right. I, I'm not quite sure how that works in today's PC culture. Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine throwing my wife out for the night. Was that a thing that happened in the 1930s?
1: The joke was always about the guy spending the night in the doghouse. I, th- I think
0: he's doing like a, like a gender reversal there. Uh, a gender reversal. It's funny. Never try to impress a woman because if you do, she'll expect you to keep up the standard for the rest of your life. That is true. That's just a fact right there.
1: A thing worth having is a thing worth cheating for.
0: That's true. It's not as good to cheat to get what you want. Well, that's it for tonight. In the comments, please let us know what you think about tonight's topic, which was, uh, 70k minimum wage-ish. If you can,
1: please take a moment to share, like, subscribe, thumbs up button. If you already support us on Patreon, thank you very much. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Thank you so much for listening. pretty good we're getting better at that those orange fruit leather peel things yikes <laughs> middle-aged man talk thank you so much for listening please check us out on patreon woof <laughs> <laughs>